Empowering Tomorrow's European Leaders. A podcast about international youth work presented by the German Baltic Youth Exchange Network. Welcome back, dear listeners, to another enlightening episode of Empowering Tomorrow's European Leaders. I'm your host, Max, and today we have a true inspiration and a driving force behind the youth empowerment movement in Ukraine with us. Joining us is Bogdana Duma, the chief coordinator of the Women's Union of Lviv Region and the head of the youth department YUC, Young Ukrainian Changes. The Women's Union of Lviv Region serves as the authorized representative in Lviv for the largest women's organization in Ukraine, the all-Ukrainian civil organization Women's Union of Ukraine. With 24 authorized representatives across all regions and over 15,000 official members, their impact reaches far and wide. Today, the Women's Union of Lviv Region stands as the largest unifying platform for women in the area. A diverse group of women spanning different age categories and social backgrounds come together to create and implement initiatives that foster an inclusive society free from discrimination and violence as well as including efforts in regard to peacemaking. Additionally, they provide essential support and opportunities for women and children with disabilities, empowering them to achieve social and professional fulfillment. As if that's not inspiring enough, the Women's Union of Lviv Region is actively involved in supporting internally displaced citizens during the war. They offer rehabilitation activities and free correctional services for the affected children championing the right to a better future. From advocating for women facing domestic violence to shaping humanitarian policies, the union plays a significant role in the region's development. For youth empowerment, the Women's Union fosters peace-building efforts and aims to shape a harmonious society. They encourage young individuals to embrace European values, collaborate to solve social issues and develop their leadership potential through mentorship. Bogdana is a visionary dedicating her life to shaping a brighter future for the young minds and peace in Ukraine. But her contributions don't stop there. Bogdana is also the head of YUC, Young Ukrainian Changes. The youth department YUC is a department in the structure of the Women's Union of Lviv Region and is the first department that's functioning in the cross-Ukrainian organization's Women's Union of Ukraine now. In this episode, we dive deep into the heart of the Women's Union of Ukraine and explore Bogdana's journey to becoming a prominent leader in youth advocacy. We'll unravel the secrets of YUC's success in fostering a new generation of leaders who are passionate about driving positive change and peace. So, whether you're a young aspiring leader, a passionate advocate for women's rights or simply curious about the driving force behind Ukraine's youth movement, this episode is a must listen. Get ready to be motivated and captivated by the incredible work of Bogdana Buma and the Women's Union of Ukraine. 
Tune in and let's embark on a journey of empowerment together. Bogdana, thank you for being here today. At first, can you tell us about your background and how you got involved in youth work and the Women's Union of Ukraine? Uh, thank you so much. Um, well, I'm Bodana. Uh, I'm uh, 23 years old. I'm from Lviv. Um, and, well, it's obviously that I'm a part of um, rep official representatives of women's organization in Lviv region, Women's Union of Lviv region. And uh, my story about joining the youth work actually connected with this women organization because, firstly, I became a member of a Women's Union of Lviv region when I uh, tried to find my way um, because uh, well, at the time when I joined actually the, uh, this organization, uh, I was searching my way how I would like to make my self-realization. Um, so that was a time when I tried to join different organizations with different uh, sphere of work. It was climate organization. Uh, it was uh, it's supposed to be organization, women organization, uh, and different type of organization. And when I joined a women's union of the region, which represent, uh, represents in this region um, the largest women organization in Ukraine, I understand that the core values, the system, how this organization works is actually so close to me. So that's how I started my way in women organization when I um, developed my leadership skills and so on. But at the time when I joined this organization, the youth department in this um, uh, representative organization was not launched yet. And... And 2018, as a pilot department to understand, actually, uh, should this department be exist in women organization, was launched in the region and was coordinated and uh, led by Ms. Maria Perhalet. And later, uh, I take this chair and still taking this chair for um, uh, uniting young people in Ukraine. Um, about the uh, ideology of peacemaking, what our organizations is actually support. So that's in short about how actually I started being involved in this work. And uh, what would you say motivates you uh, to work with young people and the organization? Uh, first of all, it motivates me because uh, you... I'm also a young <laughs> person, so uh, it's really good to... Um, find some new friends and new connections and just find like-minded people when you together can find some solutions, how you can react on social problems in our region region and all Ukrainian level because um, our, our organization is more focused on dealing and solving and highlighting uh, the problems what are arising in our region and in all Ukrainian level uh, at all. Uh, so, um, of course, young people here in Ukraine and in the region also, uh, we faced with some challenges and obstacles. And that's great that we unite uh, young people with different interests to deal with these challenges. 
You already mentioned some of the projects, the Women's Union of Lviv Region and the youth organization YUC, so young Ukrainian changes are working on. But in general, what is the scope of tasks your organization is pursuing and how is the structure? Okay, um, this is a really great question because the structure is pretty complicated. So I would like to make it clear. First, first of all, uh, uh, Women's Union of Lviv Region is official representative in Lviv Region of the largest women organization uh, in Ukraine, Women's Union of Ukraine. This all Ukrainian organization, Women's Union of Ukraine, has its representative uh, representatives organization in all regions, as we are. And uh, we uh, support the core statue values of all Ukrainian organization, but despite that, we still can launch our own projects, um, what actually um, can more likely um, uh, more likely to our strength sides because different regions has different ch local challenges and different strength sides despite of the team what actually this uh, representative region has. So um, that's short about the structure who we are and here in the region uh, we support the core values uh, of course of the old Ukrainian organization. What are these values? First of all that these values what um, to aim to support territorial uh, unity of Ukraine. We are not a political organization, but still we support uh, all the core values, traditions of Ukraine, and we promote them. And, uh, of course, um, we support uh, the ongoing um, authorities since we are uh, our women um, likely... Uh, closely work with uh, some governmental structures and we make some amendments or recommendations about some social challenges what are in our regions so for us it's not um, not so important to you know to have a, a one lead political leader what we support no we are more focused on people we are mo uh, mostly uh, uh, we have people in the center of our organization, so we are working to make our communities better, to improve them, and to do the best what we can uh, to Ukrainians and uh, to solve these challenges is what we are facing. Also, the other important one core of all Ukrainian organization is ideology of peacemaking. This ideology is uh, pretty new. Uh, and was proclaimed uh, by our ongoing president of all Ukrainian organization, Ms. Lokadia Harasimenko. Um, she, uh, she is a founder of this ideology and we support it and we develop it uh, uh, international level and the local level, levels of our regions. So in short, it's what our organization is doing and how we support the core values of all the uh, all Ukrainian organization. So your organization wants to address current problems and challenges in regard to women and gender equality in Lviv region and Ukrainian general. What is the current situation for women in Ukraine? 
uh, saying is this really a great question? I can say that it depends of uh, of uh, the age of people about what we are talking about. Because if we uh, speak about some youngsters as uh, I am, on about members of our department, they uh, understand this trend this trend way of gender education and so on and how is it important actually to have gender equality but we are talking about um eldest people it's yes of course it has some problems with that but uh, about understanding uh, the core uh, values of this stage but uh but the most important here is that we still receive support from them so we can develop uh, gender education and support it uh, to uh, and support it it is development in our region and all Ukrainian level uh, as it's supposed to be it's about gender sensitive uh, terminology how we should to speak barrier free it's about how we should respect each other choice so it's actually a really com- complex things to have better understanding about each other personality choice and to not be judged what challenges in your experience do young women in ukraine often face and how does your organization help to overcome them well the uh Actually, uh, it's a pretty hard question to answer since uh, the challenges what we used to have uh, before 2020 and now they are opposite because uh, when uh, I taken the position uh, as a head of the department uh, before 2020s, uh, I was strict and confidently sure that we should develop uh, uh, and make a bunch of summer schools, uh, forms, exchanges about gender education. But uh, after uh, started the new stage of escalation of Russia's war, we understand that, yes, it's still important to have this topic to be, but it's not a priority right now. It's something like additional uh, part of something huge, what we should do. So now as a young woman, and I would like to highlight that in our organization, especially in our youth department, our members are not just a young woman. We also have young male teenagers. They also support uh, gender equality vector and they're interested about gender studies. And uh, all of us are united about to make uh, some measures of local peacemaking. What does it actually mean? Because we understand that uh, despite uh, the uh, despite the hard times uh, what which of Ukrainians faced uh, during the war, it's numerous of challenges and uh, each story has its uh, painful part of that. Uh, our members too, because... Uh, a large uh, number of our members are forcibly displaced people from regions where still ongoing hotspots of war, and um, they are really interested about to learn more about how actually they personally can bring and support this peace when they will come back to rebuild uh, their communities. So now we have so the 
support challenges of that is to have the access to proper uh, mechanism of theoretical and practical approach. Approach. I think from practical point, we are doing good, but with theoretical aspects, we still need to receive more international experience and try to approbate them uh, locally, because what we could do already, we already using. For example, our all work in our coordination consultation center, Strengths of Unity Recovery, it's a great example of a local uh, peacemaking. And there we involved our YAS to do that. So from practical approach, they know and they feel what they should do. Also from communicative aspect, because communication, crisis communication during local peacemaking is so important. We should uh, we shouldn't ignore this one part, but to be well suited to have this perfect ideal picture of a peacekeeping ambassador, we still need to work with and have some international exchanges about theoretical aspects of that. And about the international exchanges, um, like what collaboration and partnerships do you have with other organizations and stakeholders? Uh, yes, of course. Our uh, all Ukrainian organization and our uh, uh, re uh, regional representative, Women's Union of Ukraine, we actually have a real partnership with a numerous organizations. They're mostly based uh, in Vietnam, in Korea, in Korea, in Israel. Also, we have partnership uh, and support from some European organization. They're not uh, mostly youth organizations. They are actually. Um, Uh, organization who support more uh, culture exchange and they're seek an organization who are aim to uh, discover and seek for peace. But I think we should uh, accept uh, the challenge what we have right now and uh, to be involved more with youth organizations and also try to be engaged more, more with analytical centers and with maybe political organization to, to address our point and to have their feedback about our work, what we are doing and how they actually see that. Because uh, anyway, we are all connected. So it's really important to have this betrayal experience and betrayal exchange changes. Mm -hmm. And what's the feedback that you receive? Uh, well, mostly uh, the, uh, in general, the feedback what we receive when we present uh, our vision and our already uh, ongoing uh, local peacemaking activities. Uh, first of all, we receive some feedbacks like, oh, it's something new. We never heard about that. How would you like to manage that? And we understand that even we do not have such a full set of theoretical aspects about uh, world's experience about their peacekeeping, peacekeeping peacemaking and so on uh, we are a pre uh, we have a strength side about our practical tour during uh, uh, ongoing war and um, I, I think that our uh, 
as a feedback, what we received that people would like to know more and learn about our experience, maybe not from practical side yet, but from theoretical aspect when we present what it's supposed to be and what we actually achieve. And when we highlight some future challenges, what we monitor, yes, people are open to that, but to uh be a part of this uh, practical experience. I don't think that uh, uh, general people, uh, not general, uh, I use not proper terminology here. Uh, I mean, in common people, they are not used to take this risk and it's understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, you talked about the war and displaced persons before. What is the situation with your organization in currently occupied regions? Is the Women's Union still able to work there or are you able to communicate with your colleagues at all? Thank you. This question is really amazing and up to time. Uh, I would like to say that uh, um, some organization in temporary occupied territories, they are still working, but under the control territories uh, of Ukraine, because our organization is not uh, working in collaboration with aggressor. It's uh, strictly evident for us, and we do not wish to do so, of course. And uh, these women do really do amazing things, because uh, according that... Uh, we have representative each region and each of the regions have its strength sites. Uh, as I refer to our experience, we are more um, experienced and well set with rehabilitation, local peacemaking. But for example, other organizations are they're so strong with humanitarian aid and they really did amazing job to transfer humanitarian uh, supplies, medical supplies, and all what is requested to these regions, and they uh, try to help people as much as they can. Of course, that uh, it's not enough, uh, the, the help what we receive every transfer, it's not enough to cover all of the requests and all of the needs, but uh, we use uh, all what we can do. Oh, of course, we also have some organization, for example, uh, some organizations uh, in Donbass and Luhansk who are forcibly moved to the other region because they can basically provide uh, their work physically from these territories, but they're still functioning, but uh, they support the core mission and this all Ukrainian logistic to help each other because uh, we are one team, we are one and all what we do is connect and build this bridge for recovery and local peacemaking. When we speak about youth work, what is your main mission here and how are you able to help young people? Uh, for now, uh, our mission is to unite young people and to, to bring them needed support and uh, mental recovery and bringing some inspiration. Because if we will talk about this local peacemaking, um, of course, uh, each of us accept our support of peacemaking ideology and being a part of this department uh, used to be a part of our organization of self-made volunteers. And of course, they have some burnouts, they had some mental issues, and all of us uh, need the support. And we create uh, in our department such a 
climate of uh, trust, when we can speak openly uh, about some issues about which, uh, which we are troubled with. But of course, to achieve this atmosphere, it, wa- it wasn't so easy. Uh, we go through a lot of challenges about also trust issues and so on. But it's about this local peacemaking and mental recovery, because without mental recovery and strongly mental Ukrainians, we will not have the um, the perfect total recovery of all Ukraine, because uh, all starts from ourselves, from our heads. That's why it's really the core missions for now is to support ideology of local peacemaking, make education about that, to spread our network and support young people about uh, all mental challenges, mental issues, or their personal troubles or problems what they face with according to the war. So this is our mission for now. This is priority. Mm. Your organization is spread across all of Ukraine and because of displaced persons beyond the national borders. Can you discuss the role of technology and social media within the Women's Union of Ukraine? Uh, of course, social media for now uh, is something like uh, a declaration and of what we already doing, date and will do. Uh, social media for now, um, for us, is is an enormous tool to spread the ideology which we do have, and uh, since we are. Um, since we are a new young, a young department and in the structure of women's union of the region and uh, we would we still building our own renome in uh, between others yes organization we region in all ukrainian level we are still growing but we have enormous support this uh, social media impact for us is enormous because we are all of each other we invited each other to different events we make this needed network between young people and it's a great message for us in person not just using the social media spread uh, the ideology what we support what we already did and our vision for future also the social media for us a great opportunity to uh, unite uh, ukrainians from all ukraine and invite them to participate in our projects what we are launch uh, so that's how we use it Uh, can you discuss any plans or initiatives for the future of your organization? Of course, uh, this is such a great opportunity to address it. Uh, first of all, uh, we would like to uh, launch our online youth summit, uh, Ukraine World, that Ukraine Unite World. Uh, for a peacekeeping mission. It will be a summit uh, and it will be held it online. So it will be ongoing and we will soon spread it in our social media because we're still working with some visual materials to present it well. And the other one important for uh, our all Ukrainian organization first, uh, firstly, uh, it's going to be a first uh, use uh, peacemaking forum, which we will launch uh, in Lviv. Uh, 
Or oh, we are thinking about September, the end of September, or on the start of the next month, because we will have uh, the International Day of Peace. So maybe it's going to be good to launch with this date. But the fact is that we are still doing our preparations. We already launch um, in our social media what is already actually closed this project, but our com- uh, our revision commission working with uh, poems what we received from Ukrainian yes so we would like to make uh, in part as a part of this forum an exhibition of uh, young uh, of poems of the which our uh, talented Ukrainian is created uh, inspired uh, or inspired by their vision of peace or they would like to address their painful story uh, and it's going to be a part of this exhibition uh, during the forum. So our enormous work to launch it, to launch this ideology, to present it and to unite more young people uh, with this ideology uh, is an ongoing process. And as a last question for you, um, what message do you have for young people in Europe on the situation in Ukraine and how they can support Ukrainians? Um, first of all, I would like to uh, address my sincere words of thanks to everyone for their support because personally I also have a lot of friends and international partners from different organizations abroad and their enormous support every time when we have air alarm and when the rockets hit important uh, structures or civil buildings I, I immediately receive these messages of care uh, am i okay and so so firstly of all i would like to address that we should not uh, seek for appeasement because appeasement will always lead to a future escalation so better for us to take to face this challenge and uh, in unity together to defeat the evil because uh, later the situation about future peace which which we which all world would like to achieve will not be possible because it is situation circumstances and so on are unique so for us it's better to stay united so this is a core message which i would like to address we should stay united and together uh, fight for the core values what about what we actually believe and stand for, not just by words, but by our actions too. Okay, thank you, Vogdana. Thank you too. And that brings us to the end of this truly enlightening episode of Empowering Tomorrow's European Leaders. I hope you, our cherished listeners, have found as much inspiration in today's conversations as I have. Bogdana Duma and the Women's Union of Lviv Region remind us that real change begins with passionate individuals and dedicated organizations. Their tireless efforts in promoting gender equality, fighting for peace, empowering youth and supporting those in need are a beacon of hope in a complex world. As we conclude, I encourage you to connect with the Women's Union of Lviv Region, learn more about their incredible work and consider how you can contribute to their mission. 
Together, we can all play a role in shaping an inclusive, peaceful and empowered society. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay updated on our journey to empower tomorrow's European leaders, be sure to subscribe, share and leave a review. Your feedback is very important to us. Until next time, remember that change is possible and together we can create a brighter and more equitable future. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for Bana for our talk. Empowering Tomorrow's European Leaders is a podcast by the German Baltic Youth Exchange Network in collaboration with the German Baltic Future Forum. Moderation, Content Direction, Research Production and Sound Design Max Schmidt. Executive Producer Lara Löser.